0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the show. Of course, we've got some new new exciting stuff from Twitter no longer exists. It's been brought into something else. We'll talk all about that. Talk about the actual leaked documents and what's actually in them from, you know, the greatest and most serious government of all time. Talk about some new evidence coming out of the uh, FBI in terms of what happened on a very... You know, on the day, democracy almost died, and much more. Of course, if you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button, and of course, if you haven't already, follow over on Twitter, and true social links are down below. So, it's Tuesday, and if you listened to yesterday's show, I told you that there wouldn't be a show today, because... I'm an idiot and can't properly follow what my calendar says anymore because I'm dumb. When I'm sleep deprived slightly in my head and I wasn't thinking straight enough, I completely forgot that oh yeah, no, it's it's the day after. So tomorrow there is no show. I'm where I have something where this the thing I'm doing tomorrow comes out on Friday. So there is no show tomorrow, but there will be a show Thursday and then there is something going up on Friday. So I, I don't I don't even understand my own self anymore. So, you know, to my own surprise, waking up this morning and then completely opening up my calendar and feeling like a complete jackass. And well, you know, there's a lot of jackasses and a lot of people who are, you know, clearly not confident, clearly just, you know, a bit a bit um you know maybe not well equipped for the job that they are and well that leads us of course to of course uh, kirby of course he's great he's good at this he's he's fantastic here he is okay. thanks uh john you start on the uh the classified document leaks um has the president been briefed on this breach and does the u.s government at this point have any sense of who was behind it
1: the president has been briefed. He was uh, first briefed late last week uh, when uh, when we all got word that uh, there were some documents out there. Uh, and he has been, stayed uh, briefed and in contact with national security officials uh, throughout the weekend. So he has been briefed. And as for the source, as you know, the Department of Defense has referred this to the Department of Justice for a criminal investigation. And. I certainly would refer you to them, but I'm not aware that they've come to any conclusions at this point about where they're coming from. And just
0: to follow up on that, um, at this point, do you believe the leak is contained? Are there more documents out there that have not been released publicly? Is this an ongoing threat? We don't know. Oh, well, that's good. We don't know. And yes, that is true. We also don't know who did it yet. So that's great. That's good, good, good. But do not worry. Uh, in, In that same... Uh, Same press Uh, briefings. John, of course, also he warned of uh, this. Uh, So so what did did he also say?
1: Again, without confirming the validity of the documents, this is information that has no business in the public domain. It has no business, if you don't mind me saying, uh, on the pages of of, uh, front pages of of newspapers or on television. It is not intended for public uh, consumption, uh, and it should not be out there.
0: Oh, well, perfect. So, you know what we're gonna cover today on the program? That's right, we're covering the classified documents right here on the show. Yes, it's front page news, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, everyone heard that and was immediately like, okay, everybody, go, 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 faster, god I don't even care about editing, let's just get this shit out of here. So, what have we learned so far from the entirety of all of those documents out there? Well, in one of the documents, it shows that the U.S. has been spying on uh, Zelensky, of course, not surprising, uh, and that this suggests that American officials have been worried about the possible, uh, possible Zelensky decision-making to strike deep into Russian territory, which maybe, of course, you know, bring, you know, make the conflict bigger than what it needs to. Um, so that's, that's great. mm mm-hmm. great. It's, it's great. Uh, In addition, there is also the fact that, you know, there's some great stuff uh, going on, of course, where you've got great stuff there. So good job or spying and really making sure many of the documents seem to have been prepared over the winter uh, as well. But uh, they were also, you know, clearly, clearly a lot of fun. So, some of the revelations is the location of CIA recruitment efforts focused on human agents, which have access to closed-door conversations with world leaders. Uh, Russia's Wagner group tried to obtain weapons from a NATO member, Turkey. Also, some of the internal uh, future plans of uh, Wagner are apparently known to U.S. intelligence. Details of a sensitive te- uh, satellite technology used to track Russian forces a name, uh, namely the lapis time service uh, series video described as an advanced satellite system which up until now has been a closely guarded secret the crane uh, battlefield assessments prepared by the Pentagon on um, one side suggests that the uh, contingent of the of less than a hundred special operations personnel NATO, uh, from NATO members, uh, France, America, Britain, uh, Latvia were already active in Ukraine, uh, descriptions of intelligence collection active activities by the CIA, NSA, the defense intelligence agency, law enforcement agencies, and the NRO, which is the National Reconnaissance Office, so th- that's, that's good, um, We also have on February 23rd, there's a review of the battlefield situation in Ukraine's Donbass forecast, a grinding campaign of attrition by Russia that is likely heading towards a stalemate, thwarting Moscow's goal to capture the entire region in 2023. Uh, U.S. intelligence community has penetrated the Russian military and its commanders so deeply that it can warn Ukraine in advance of attacks and reliably assess the strengths and weaknesses of Russian forces. A single page and a leaked trove of that, the uh, U.S. intelligence community knew that the Russian Ministry of Defense had transmitted plans to strike Ukraine's troops' positions into two locations on a certain date in February, and that Russian military planners were prepping strikes on a dozen energy facilities with an equal number of bridges in Ukraine. Uh, also, an analysis from that, as World Intelligence Review, a daily publication for senior policy makers says that Beijing is likely to view attacks by Ukraine deep inside Russian territory as an opportunity to cast NATO as the aggressor, and that China could increase its support to Russia if it felt the attacks were significant. That's That's a lot, and that's not even all of them, by the way. There's still more. We also know that Ukraine's robust uh, Soviet-era air defenses, uh, which thus far have minimized the participation of Russian aircraft, could run out of ammunition ammunition in the next several weeks, uh, claims uh, there's some other ones uh, of Israel's Mossad-supported protesters against Prime Minister Netanyahu's Supreme Court reform scheme, uh, and one report uh, says internal discussions so that the South Korean officials are wary of requests to hand over artillery shells to the United States to replenish to replenish America's stockpiles over the concern they'd end up in Ukraine and that the Ukraine air defenses is not in peril if it's not, uh, is in peril if not reinforced by Western allies. So, yeah, that's, that's not everything, by the way. That's just from this piece of article, which all of these can all be found in the link in the description, by the way. So, so that's, that is just some things we've learned as of now and that's only one thing out of the many things because <laughs> you have to remember when all of this leaks out there's a little bit more than just a small thing here there is a fuck ton uh we also have uh new shit that the hypersonic missiles that um that china has has a high probability of penetrating the u.s uh air defenses according to leaked documents so if you thought we were going to be able to defend against it you're wrong. <laughs> that's, that's great. Thank you, guys. Um, seriously, I swear to you, all of these things are laid out in the most, like, child-friendly way to read. It's crazy. So that's that's cool. So hypersonic missiles uh, uh, could uh, maybe hit the, the U.S., even qu- break through the defenses. So that's uh, also uh, good, good, great, love it, <laughs> Some other stuff is there are five photos of printed presentation slides and uh, maps dated March 1st of detailed timelines for the training and preparation of nine Ukraine uh, Ukrainian brigades ahead of expected counterattack as well as information about tanks, vehicles, and artillery, along with equipment, supply trains, U.S. officials told the post. The photos showed uh, were real slides, but some information appears to have been edited, most notably claimed that the Russians have lost between 16 to 17.5K forces in the conflict so far, and between 61 and 71.5 Ukrainians have been killed in the conflict. Other documents, of course, Uh, Pentagon predicted that without reinforcement, Ukraine's Blah blah blah. I told you that one. Sending information, you know, U.S. Uh, officials have explored how to persuade Israel to provide lethal aid to uh, Ukraine while remaining neutral. So that's that's good. Uh, even better, we're just going everywhere now, I guess, to continue funding this conflict. Um Hackers working with the Russian FSB spy agency claimed to have halted operations at a Canadian natural gas pipeline company early this year. However, the company's president denied the claims. So, yeah, we're we're doing really great, um, great intel, and just great, great job. Just keeping, uh, just letting this one completely slip out and leak all over the floor, everywhere, just, just everywhere, and of course, some other stuff in the documents as well, is that apparently, uh, Egypt was, uh, maybe gonna also, you know, supply, uh, some stuff to Russia as well, so even better, you know, a supposed ally of America, and boom, looks like Egypt, you know, uh, has just decided, you know, maybe we should send some stuff to uh to you, to Russia. As well, they're planning to produce 40,000 rockets for for Ukraine and they're told to keep it a secret. So that's fantastic. So what what are we getting out of all this? Um well, clearly some of this stuff definitely was not meant to leak out to the public, obviously. But um well, just me covering it is more funny and as soon as I seen that clip I immediately tried to gather up as much of it as I could and bring it to you. Because if you're gonna tell me to, you know, not put it as front page news, then um, you know what I'm absolutely gonna do? I'm gonna absolutely bring it as front page news. So I mean there you go, that's sort of some of the stuff that I've seen for right now. There could be more in the future. Who knows? Maybe I'll bring you even more uh, maybe on Thursday. Who knows? But, what I do know is there's even more evidence coming out, but in a different area. On the day that democracy almost, uh, died, some, uh, new info has come out, basically coming out, in which, apparently, uh, unsurprisingly, there is, uh, some documents, uh, claiming that, uh, well, it seems that Homeland Security played a major role in, uh, you know, having a bit of an impact, and that, uh, there's, you know, some pretty damning stuff of which there's, uh, you know, some body cam footage worn by Metropolitan Police officers on the day of January 6th shows the undercover officers cheering on demonstrators with chants of Go! 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 Stop the steal! Whose house? Our house! Uh, undercover operatives were planted among the protesters as instigators, not just observers. Uh, the attorney points out, because this is a current-like case that's going on, uh, that there are at least ten to twelve additional and previously unknown plainclothes MPD officers among the Proud Boys on January 6. That means that there were at least 50 informants who had infiltrated the group on that day. The, uh, D- the DOJ also withheld the uh, DC Metro Police involvement until just recently, and one officer deleted evidence from his device. Which uh, if you know anything about, you know, Justice Department and legal stuff, uh, you know that you're not supposed to do that. I know, shocking, but uh, yes. Uh, from the report, in the papers, some of which were heavily redacted, the lawyers some of the information the confidential sources have provided the government was favorable to their efforts to defend their clients against sedation charges and was improperly withheld from prosecutors until several days ago. Uh, the prosecutors argued that hundreds of pages of documents related to the FBI informants were neither suppressed by the government nor directly relevant to the case. Of course, of course it's not actually involved even though you put undercover agents there, but it's, it's great. So yes, what are we finding out more and more of? That, uh, well, we're finding out more and more that fucking we're we're literally at a point of literally just the entirety of a government against one person, and completely just you know putting putting people in there to make the problem even worse, to cause the divide, to make it even better. So that's. Terrific, terrific, and of course, you know our government—you know only the best, the brightest people. Well, the FBI, you know, they've—they have a newly exposed section on their domestic terrorism reference guide that, um, well, they put some internet slang on there. That I'm sorry, but if if you're using it, you could possibly be. Domestic terrorists is because you know it deals with racially or ethically motivated violent extremists and involuntary celibate violent extremists (sighs) Yes, that's right (laughs) um We have some terms that are now basically if you use them you just might be a Domestic terrorist well have you been using based a lot? Well according to the FBI The use of the term to refer to someone who has been converted to a racist ideology or way of indicating ideological argument. The Great Replacement, first popularized among European nationalists based on a 2005 book of the same title. The term refers to the belief in a conspiracy to replace the white race in Western culture through high uh, high non-white births, mass immigration, and other measures. Red Pill in context of of an ideology taking the red pill or becoming red pill indicates the adoption of a racist, anti-Semitic and Fascist beliefs. LARPing, a term which stands for live action role playing, originally meant to describe a role playing game in which participants act out their roles as fictional characters, and their associates use the their so basically RMVEs, their, and their associates use the term online to deride individuals accused of not being as extreme, or in possession of skills or other valued characteristics they claim. Oh, that's great. That's great. So, yes, if you use based, you're part of a racist ideology now. Uh, If you use Red Pill out of the uh, Matrix and stuff, uh, you, uh, of course, can't do that. Um... You, you also can't use chad anymore as race-specific term used to describe the idealized version of a male who is very successful in gaining sexual and romantic attention from women, and cells successfully compete against chads for attention. Looks maxing the process of self-improvement with the intent to become more attractive. Um, you know, of course, you know, these are some terms that, you know, incels, you know, are, you know, the, the great stuff, you know, yet stay. The idealized version of a female who is very successful at gaining sexual and romantic attraction from men. Normie slash blue pill divisive uh, term used to describe normal people. So yes, good work FBI. The most important and serious uh, people only work at the FBI. You know, this is what they spend their time on. This is what your tax dollars go to. It's so the FBI can make a domestic terrorism list. With words on it that are used in Im- internet culture, That is, this is what they do. This is how the FBI spends their time. So, uh, cool. Thank you, FBI. Th- thank you. Well, sticking with our government, even the media now, though, doesn't even know what the Biden administration's doing. Uh, so over on CNN, Jake Tapper, who, um, you know, ha- has a few screws loose, like a lot of us do. He, um, even he just doesn't even know what's going on anymore with uh, a recent thing that Joe Biden said. abortion rights um, is that you just have to elect a Democrat to, to the Senate and to the White House, because otherwise, uh, look, elections matter, judges matter, and you're seeing that they have an ev- uh, everyday tangible, livable effect on your life, at least I want, women. I want to ask you, as a former uh, Biden White House official, mm. um, earlier today uh, Al Roker was at the uh, Easter egg roll, mm. and he asked uh, President Biden about his reelection plans. Uh, take a listen.
1: Help a brother out. Make no, some
0: news no, for no, me. No, I, well, I plan on running now but we're not prepared to announce it yet. I mean, what is that? <laughs> I plan on running, but we're not going to announce it yet. So he's running. Yeah, he's running. So, uh, but, so what are we waiting for? I don't even understand. What, what is the, he's not going to announce it. He just announced it. Sure. I don't know what everybody's waiting for. <laughs> I don't know what everybody's talking about. I mean, I don't well, think he has to announce until January, if you ask me. I would let the Republicans and the media No, no just focus on the debates every month coming up and every Republican trying to out at each other until January. Trump's uh, December court date. There's lots of things that he can just he can just focus on uh, and he's proven to be a successful first term president by just focusing on pol- legislative politics not campaign. But politics. why the kabuki? I know. So uh, no, he's terrible. Th- this dude is smiling through the pain of just I don't know what he's doing. I I just that's the reason why you're called a former and not a current. You do realize, in the internal White House stuff, from literally over the past two to three years at this point now, there's literally been leaks from White House whistleblowers going, It's a terrible environment. It's toxic. It's fucking... No one wants to be within Kamala Harris's team. No one wants to be on Joe Biden's team. A lot of fucking people are just constantly leaving, dropping out, because of just how inconfident everybody is. Everybody's a jackass. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. It's apparent by the people we see out in public, not even just the people we don't see behind the scenes. And we have we have a president who literally just goes around blurting things out into microphones, being like, "Well, you know, I'm planning on running, but we're not announcing yet." What? what no, you just you just announced it. He, he is literally the worst fucking person to ever tell anybody about announcing something ever. He is so shit at this. He's terrible. How the fuck is I? I just I don't I don't understand. I. Uh, he's he's literally we all know he's running for fucking president. It's not like it's not known that Joe Biden is running for president. That's like that's more obvious than ever before.
1: Well, I think when he says I have not made really an announcement, they're talking about a formal announcement, be it a. An-
0: what do you mean? He just talked into the microphone. To a media person, being like, I'm, I, I you, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on running, but I'm not announcing it. What, so you want, like, the whitehouse.org, like, official announcement where he's in, like, a press conference and he stands up at a speech? Like, honestly, that was probably, like, a decently coherent thing that he said, and even that wasn't that coherent. So, it's really not saying anything. Either way, it will still sound like an incoherent mess of, I'm running president.
1: An email or a video or a rally where he, declares this and that triggers certain, you know, fundraising rules and such. And it seems to me from the people I talk to that the White House or, you know, the president's advisors don't see a lot of urgency in doing that. You know, they there's they're not facing any kind of challenge in the primary. They think the Republicans are beating each other up over on that side. And they think that the president is, is busy being president. He's doing foreign travel. He's working on legislation. And so they are they, they don't seem to see a lot of urgency in taking this step he's
0: also pretty unpopular right now we he, should point out he, President Biden he's unpopular but you well that <laughs> hasn't stopped him before right. he is, you know he has continued on and I mean they may be looking <laughs> for the strongest point to 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 make this big announcement when can they make the biggest splash? They clearly want to be cautious about that. But yeah, I think everybody wants to know when he's going to do it. The Easter Bunny was probably out there asking, trying to get some, <laughs> some news out of it. What What Democrat do you think, as a Republican, what Democrat do you think would be the strongest candidate to run in 2024? Um, the correct answer is literally fucking the, the Kennedy at this point. <laughs> you know... Uh, you you either could vote for a, a Kennedy or you know um, a corpse. And judging by some recent stuff that Kennedy has said, uh, I think that the the Kennedy has a bit more chance than the dead fucking body on the side of a road. But hey, you know. By by the way, that former official dude really did not smile in that entire uh clip because. This guy is so fucking delusional at this point that he thinks, dude, is doing a good job. How much money do you have to make to where you think Biden is doing a good job? You've got to be making, I guess, more than, you know, maybe you got to be making somewhere close to fucking uh, Cardi B level numbers. Because even Cardi B's complained about how shit things are going. So, like, do you just have to be making, like, a fuck ton of money to, like, really get up to the point? Like, he must be making bags you know, if he's smiling that much. So, in other news, of course, you know, maybe Joe Biden, you know, isn't good, you know, formally ready to maybe jump into the ring and, you know, fully announce, even though he basically just did. Well, do not fear, because guess what, everyone? That's right. They're going to get, Uh, you know, how is Joe Biden going to appeal to the youth? How is he going to get the dumbest people around you know the youth the, we are the dumbest don't get it wrong okay you, we've all seen the videos we played them here on the program before you know how are we going to get the dumbest of the youth because our schools don't actually teach some things they just teach them you know how to be little social justice warriors now how are we going to teach the dumbest people in our society about the uh, that are able to vote uh about the the current president so what are what are we going to do well, that's right. The The White House is going to get a whole bunch of completely, you know, wannabe famous TikTok stars. And we're going to get them to fully, you know, propagandize for the entirety of the U.S. federal government. And they're going to be the ones to, uh, I, I kid you not, are going to go to the White House, have their own briefing room. That's right. We're gonna have TikTok fucking White House press briefings with fucking people. I, I I kid you not, this is a new thing coming out of Axios, where we we could have TikTok stars in their own briefing rooms, uh, as well as a, you know, a full-on, you know... By the way, uh, it, there's, you know, maybe, you know, a bit of some great stuff going on over on TikTok, so that's... That's great. in uh, just to let you know about some of these great, you know, totally not propagandizers at all. Uh, here's just some of them.
1: Let me tell you something. Gen Z is going to make sure there's a blue wave in 2024. Republicans have no policy to help young people. They're literally
0: trying to take away our rights. They are. And
1: Harry, myself, and millions of other Gen Zers have a message to send. And I promise you, Republicans mess with the wrong generation. Let's go.
0: God dude. Oh, man so fucking cringe oh oh my god how much how much is the white house paying these people because i i I have to i have to know if it's like you know like bags of money you know fuck it dude i just i've just i've gotta know how much are you getting paid to just completely just fuck everyone over like how much is it a hundred thousand, you know, like per month, per week? Like like what is it? Or did you like or is this genuinely what you believe? There's no policy to help young people. Well, okay, are you talking about like are you are you talking about like the Republicans who have been in there for ages who are so fucking old that they basically have created a uniparty? Because then I definitely agree with you. But we should definitely not create a blue wave. We should have a, you know, what I like to call a sanity wave, where we actually, you know, maybe, you know, get back on the right path and stop shooting ourselves a fucking foot before, you know, we mess with the gun a little too much and end up fucking shooting ourselves in the head instead. So, yes, that's great. So we have full-on propagandized wings. So the fact that the TikTok ban kind of falling through completely... Uh, completely based on uh, just this alone, my guess is we'll never see TikTok actually banned in the US because literally we're going to fucking have, I I kid you not, fucking goddamn in a briefing room, fucking TikTok influencers that are about as young as I am going around and spewing propaganda for an entire government apparatus to completely fuck your life over. So... Great work, everyone. I can't wait to be told what to think by people that are getting paid significantly more than I'll ever make in my lifetime right now. So that's that's great. Thank goodness. Well, if you've ever wondered how, you know, not racist the entire United States is, well, down over in Florida State University, a professor who focused literally on racial data and research in the criminal justice system has now left the the job after accusations that the data that the person had was literally resulting in you know studies being retracted, uh, which is hilarious. The study claims that he muddied, he, uh, muddied the waters in his papers uh, and <laughs> basically. The person was fully coming up with full-on, you know, fake racism, where when a lot more, you know, of F- people of ethnic descent started moving into a certain place, all of the sudden racial stuff would get super high and, like, tensions would go even better. And so literally over the course of time, over over six studies with his data being in it is just gone now because of how much fake data he put out. And uh, so, yeah, it's not exactly sure why, you know, a person who has put out this much fake data would, of course, you know, leave their $190,000 job per year. But, you know, I'm pretty sure we could all figure out that maybe it's just might be due, you know, maybe it, it just might be due to the fact that when you put out this much fake info, it, uh, you know, maybe doesn't work out too well. So that's, that's great. So we're we're literally fully ma- we uh, making up fake racism to make it even better racism data. That's that's great, guys. Great stuff. And well, and uh, some sort of other news of the day. Elon Musk's uh, owns uh, owned X Corp has officially absorbed Twitter Inc. So that's right. Twitter is no longer. It is now X-Corp, which sounds like the most, like, state-run, like, fully, you know, uh, like, full-on, just state-run place, like, I've ever heard. So where do you work? I work at State at X-Corp. Like, sounds like the most faceless organization, but yes, so, yes, tr- Elon is fully moving forward with his Everything app that he's been wanting to do for years. And Twitter was part of that. He even said that a long time ago. So now, it becomes even more part of it. So, I guess we'll have to wait and see what, uh, uh, what ends up happening for it. And, finally, in other news. So, NPR, you know, they aren't exactly happy that they officially got put as, you know, government-funded media. They aren't happy about it. So what are are they doing? That's right. They're fully saying, hey, we're not going to tweet from the at NPR Twitter account until Twitter removes the false state-affiliated label from our account. Well, I mean, technically, if you go over to uh, to at NPR right now. Um you'll you'll actually notice that um it, it's it doesn't say state funded media anymore. So technically it has been removed as now it just says government funded media. So um so uh fixed are, are you guys happy No, no? Oh okay so uh but yes so Uh, NPR, obviously, not very happy to be actually called out on what they actually are, and as uh, others around the world are getting the same treatment, so I guess we'll just have to suffer without getting to hear from NPR news on Twitter anymore, guys. Oh no, the humanity! Oh, man. So, so terrible. Ugh. What will you do without NPR on Twitter timelines anymore? Oh man. How will I ever not care about that news again? Man, such a shame. Such a shame. Well, that is going to do it for today's show. Of course, I will see you guys on Thursday. Thursday this time. I know for sure. I've looked at my calendar Thursday this time for episode 199 of the show and episode 200 will be out on Friday. It's, of course, being uh, worked on tomorrow, but yes, episode 200 comes out on Friday, so please do enjoy that, and of course, I'll see you guys on Thursday with a, another episode of the Political Pan Program. Anyway, hope you guys all have a fantastic rest of your day.